Weekly Warp Pipe. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe, a podcast dedicated to retro video games, 80s and 90s toys, and all things nostalgia. This week, we're jumping in the Warp Pipe, and we're, we're not going back much, but probably about a week. And we're, we're jumping on the hype train of retro video games with the retro online store, DK oldies we're going to discuss what we think about it and the rumors that are floating around before we get into that though here's a word from our sponsor rise and shine my sinners when father evil starts his day he gets a little deadly deadly grounds coffee has the richest smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere it's sinfully delicious once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. Yes, what is up, Jay? How's it going? What's up, Russ? How you doing today, buddy? <laughs> Pretty good. Hanging in, hanging in. It's a little uh, windy, rainstormy out today, so. Hopefully you don't pick that up in the microphone. Yeah. Yeah. It was rainy here today too, but we're surviving. We're surviving. So we're trying something new. Let us know in the comments down below. If you guys are watching on the YouTubes, whether you like this new format, I'm trying to save myself hours and hours of editing time. We're editing on the fly here. We're editing on the fly using good old uh, StreamYard. Big thanks to uh, the Dorkening podcast network for uh, letting me jump on here and use their, their uh, stream yard because I get all the fancy stuff here where we can uh, jump in. You can see our, our nice mugs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Looks good, Jay. So we're <laughs> so so we're getting we're getting into DK oldies. This is the hype on YouTube's and amongst the retro gaming community. So we thought we cover the topic, kind of give our opinions on it, um, maybe read some reviews. And we also asked you guys um, your opinions on it. So we'll take a look at our Facebook page and our YouTube as well. Yeah, this is a short warp pipe. We're not going far. Like Russ said, maybe just a week or so. <laughs> now, um, have you, Jay, ever bought anything from DK Oldies? I have not. Um, and the main reason is, is because 99% of the stuff I buy is from the video game cavern in Taylor's South Carolina, who also is online. If you would like to shop there, I know that my, uh, my good man, um, Tony back in the day gamer buys stuff there frequently, but, uh, that's the main reason I support my local place and, uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> nice. Nice. I dig it. Um, yeah, I can't say I myself have ever bought anything. Um, I don't think anything retro from an online store. Um, there's other stores too. There's um, Stone Age Gamer who does retro stuff as well. Um, I personally used to work at a retro video game store. It's called Retro Games Plus. There are three locations uh, here in Connecticut. And now there are two locations in California. Chris, the owner, has since moved to California. So he opened up two locations there. I was um, manager at the Orange Connecticut store for probably about four or five years. So I have a little background in retro video game sales so i could bring my input to that when we get into this here um i've seen bunch of dk oldies on tiktok that's 
to be honest, that's the first time I'd ever heard of them. And for being mm -hmm. in the retro community, as long as I have roughly going on nine years now, I was surprised I hadn't heard of them before because apparently they've been around for a while. Right. Some of the videos that I've seen, it said they they've probably been around. Well, like 12 years or 10 years, something like that. Quite yeah. some time. Yeah. Um, so maybe their social media presence just didn't hit that level just yet. Yeah, I think TikTok really was a game changer for him. Um, I, I can't remember the guy's name, the main. Right, the blonde guy. The blonde guy that everybody's so familiar with. Uh, makes great video content, short form, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, a, let's the, see. I get, we, got, we got the website there right he up is. over here. There's that guy. I, that, I don't know his name. We <laughs> That special face of his. The special guy. I figured we could take a look at the website. And so a lot of people are complaining about the prices right yeah i think the prices are the number one complaint I, I i hear the word scam a lot but i mean i think the the prices are the biggest complaint i, I don't know if the prices are considered the scam but uh, we'll get into some of the rest of what's going on here let's look at some of these prices first though right right so we got the n64 mario pack so it looks like you get two controllers and n64 plus mario 64 for $240 yeah it's also, it's also interesting i point out that all the prices are like slashed and then you see a lower price which is a total marketing technique right to right. make you feel like you're getting a better deal than you like, actually are you like know? it's normally this price but we, we right. slash the price when it's still normally way cheaper than both prices in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> um so i haven't bought a lot of retro stuff lately so i can't say for what the going rate of the prices are these here but like i think when i worked at the retro game store and 64s were maybe 60 70 dollars yeah it would, it would come with one controller and we would include a free game but the free game was like like seven dollars or less so it was like a sports game or something just to give you something something to play right and surely most people probably bought more than that right because you're going to buy the mario the uh you know zelda or whatever you're going to spend the money on that so we didn't want to give that away for free um and we did offer uh 30 days um if it didn't work you could bring it in for store credit or get a, a you know another console gotcha um, um go ahead yeah as i say uh I think that one of the other things that I've been reading about too from these people that are complaining is a lot of times they're getting like second party controllers. Okay. You know, if you're paying 250 bucks for a N64, a mm -hmm. game and two controllers, you're going to want right. first party with some pretty good joysticks. Right. Right. And, and nothing uh, grimy. No. So to say. Yeah. You want it cleaned. And but I go ahead. The same point, like you said, you're, you're paying this high price. And you would expect all first party stuff. Um, when we were at, working at the game store, when I was at Retro Games Plus, we definitely always tried to pair the console with the first party controller. We rarely sold first party controllers alone because we always wanted to keep them just in case a console got traded in without said controller, then we can match it. You could pair it, right. Right. And then we would sell third party ones at a discounted rate, you know, you know, oh, you want a second controller because it only comes with one. You could get this one for five bucks or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what was that other website you mentioned? Oh, Stone Age Gamer. Stone Age Gamer. Uh, like, I would be curious to see what their prices are in comparison. Mm -hmm. You want me to bring that up? If you can. Sure. Let's just just for the sake of, of comparison, we'll just compare the N64 bundle. 
it was what 249.99 on there yes and so what a lot of what they portray on tiktok is the reason some of these prices are so expensive is because they claim to um refurbish and when right. i think of refurbish i think of um you know opening up the the console you know spraying the board maybe with some compressed air to get the dust off you know mm -hmm. making sure you know obviously if it works when you plug it in and test it it's probably gonna it's probably gonna work but at least clean it up some get the vents clean you know maybe take a a Clorox wipe or a magic eraser, which I I'm not a fan of those. Cause that that's just sandpaper. But anyway, the Clorox, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like any magic eraser is very fine sandpaper. Yeah. So, so you're actually just rubbing a layer, a short, a small layer off. Um, so I found here, we have this one on sale. It does not come with Mario 64 and you're missing the controller, but man, 119 bucks. You would like to think that surely you're going to find that other controller and that game. For it's two forty on Stone Age game on on sorry on DK old two forty nine ninety nine right so roughly two thirty nine oh two thirty nine okay yeah so you're looking at a hundred and ten dollars right is, mm -hmm. it, is my math correct on that on which one this one hundred and twenty dollars hundred and twenty dollars yes yeah <laughs> so you're 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 betting that you can get that game and another controller for less than one hundred and twenty dollars oh easily yeah. I feel like uh, the the controllers are probably, I don't know, 30 bucks, maybe on the high end. So <laughs> I, th I think I think where a lot of people are getting upset is, you know, we're we're retro gamers. If you're listening to this podcast or you're watching this on YouTube, you're probably a retro gamer and you've probably been a retro gamer for a hot minute. Mm -hmm. And I think we're so used to thrift stores and mm -hmm. yard sales, right? You know, we're, we're pretty savvy shoppers when it comes to this stuff. So when you go on a website like DK oldies and you see, they're asking people to pay $239 for this bundle. You're like, this is ridiculous. You know, we would never pay that, but maybe, maybe we're not, even though it seems like we should be their target audience, maybe they're looking at like, you know, old, old grandmas or parents or people that just aren't educated and, you know, which is kind of taking advantage of their <laughs> lack of knowledge. But mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like anybody with, with sense, I would never go on there and say, yeah, I'm buying something off here. It's just too expensive. So, so my buddy, Sean, uh, RGAT, RGT 85, say that three times fast. Um, I watched his video and he brought up some great points, which I'll reiterate, um, you, if you're going on that site and you guys are getting upset because of their prices, no one's telling you to buy off of their site. Exactly. You can certainly go to eBay, go to a convention tag sale and buy stuff there as well. And it, of course, it's going to be cheaper. Okay. They're, they're not paying employees. Uh, you know, they have to pay rent. There's all this uh, overage that DK Oldies has to pay. I've seen on their TikToks, they have a ton of employees in a huge like warehouse building. So I can only imagine what monthly costs are on there. So maybe that's why their prices are a little bit high. And much like anything, okay, their prices are high. Someone's paying it. They're they're still in business. Somehow. So if, if no one bought anything off of their site, then the prices would have to come down. Right? You would think, right? <laughs> and and if, if people keep making videos, they might have to. But um 
Yeah, I just so I just wonder, you know, like maybe we're not the people that are supposed to be buying from them. Maybe they're catering to people that that are unfamiliar and just, you know, they see a TikTok of DK oldies, they go to the website and oh, my grandson wanted a new GameCube. He used to play it 20 years ago or whatever, and they bother some grandson on GameCube for way too much. But I think that's why so many retro gamers are getting frustrated because we see that and we like we know we know for a fact that you can find this stuff cheaper if you just looked a little harder. So it's almost like we're upset for the little guy. Like, oh, come on, that's outrageous. They shouldn't be charging people that are mm-hmm. that don't know this price. You know, I think that's what people are getting frustrated with. And then the people that are like retro gamers, like Review Tech USA ordered something recently, a PlayStation. Right, watch that. It was a PS2, a fat PS2. Yeah, he opened it up. He's there's dust inside. Now I think, you know. If I'm being fair, I think some of the stuff he was complaining about was pretty nitpicky. I, I will say, <laughs> I couldn't see from the video what he was complaining about. There was okay some crust on the controller on the back, which he cleaned. And when he opened the PlayStation, he said there was like a white film on it, and I, I couldn't pick it up in the video. Um, yeah. But, okay, maybe it's left over from a cleaning solution. I don't know what they used to clean it. Maybe it left some film on there, but okay. I mean. I've I've sold stuff, you know, on whatnot, uh, which if DK was smart, he would sell on whatnot. He'd probably make a heck of a lot more money and have a lot less overhead. Um, but so I know, you know, some there were a few games I might have skimmed over and not clean. So I get it. But if you're if that's mm-hmm. like your real business and that's what you do all day, every day. Yeah. You better be cleaning that stuff now. So I've seen tons of TikToks. I brought this up to you and um, when you were mentioning about the topic and I've said, um, you know, their TikToks are so great. Like you see them taking apart the system and maybe it's not working. They're desoldering uh, components and, and making it work again. And when I was at uh, Retro Games Plus, I've the most I did was replace batteries in um, Game Boy games, like the Pokemon games. I could desolder that, put that in. But we weren't like, oh, this this controller's broke broke let's order a new uh switch to resolder it and all that we didn't have that much time if it was broke it's like all right we can't sell it essentially um but what you were saying maybe some people are saying they maybe they're receiving this stuff and they're not quite as refurbished as the videos are making them out to be yeah you know and i think that's probably the case and if they're good marketers of course they're going to show them refurbishing it why wouldn't you um now it's going to bite you in the butt when people start getting stuff that aren't refurbished and people clearly can't tell i was looking at some different um reviews of them today and they got like three out of five stars i think i sent you a few i don't know if we want to look at those and read you did yeah. yeah 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 if you want to bring them up on the phone what what was the reviews uh what site was the reviews from oh, i tried to remember what that was like google or something i just googled it yeah trust it was pilot trust pilot i don't know how trusty trust pilot is but <laughs> um take it for what it's worth take it for what yeah take take this with a grain of salt there's but like, 305 reviews on there and, and it gets a 3.0 um, out of five stars average rating overall so, overall yeah so pretty average um you know this person gave them three stars which is what they're rated it says this is a very cool company which is a nice title you know i think that's pretty nice mm-hmm. this is a very cool company but the prices are extremely high and right now right now and it's hard for me to buy stuff from there i love your videos and all so that's somebody who appreciates the fact that they're making these tiktok videos they're entertaining them that way and maybe they want to support them you know by buying Mm -hmm. something from them well like Um, i said i've seen seen some of them people are excited when they place an order 
and they get to see the video of their order being put together. It's yeah, kinda, and that that's kind of a fun little benefit, right? It's almost the same as, like you said, uh, we're on whatnot. Our buddies, uh, Pixel Game Squad, is on there selling a bunch of stuff, and you almost get that urge to spend a little bit more because oh it's like oh you I'm, get to I'm see buying them Aaron's game or right. riff's game you know yeah, or yeah. retro rick's game that's yeah, gabo's yeah. game you know i'll spend 20 dollars even though it's worth 10 right so maybe they're like oh maybe there's a chance i'll see my my uh package getting uh posted up on tiktok and be like all right you know here's J here's jay he's getting an n64 with two games coming out to you buddy thanks for spending over 100 bucks you're getting some keychains. we're gonna throw this in and right like, wow that's cool yeah, so I mean, I guess in a way you get a little more for your value if you're one of the lucky people who gets a video made just because that might be something that gives you enjoyment to see your favorite, you know, TikTok creator in DK always shipping mm -hmm. up your stuff and sending it to you. Um, I will say this too, DK always uh, does a pretty good job of responding to a lot of these comments. Okay. Um, like for example, to that one I just read, he goes, I understand your frustration about our pricing. Our prices are based off the services we provide, which I'm ex is assuming is the uh, refurbishing, um, including testing products to make sure they are working condition and are 100% authentic, repairs and cleaning, as well as a full year warranty. We also take into consideration the current market on products. I take that with a grain of salt because it seems a little high to me. Um, if you have any questions, please reach out to, to support DK Eldies. So they always seem willing, at least mm -hmm. in the comments, okay. to accommodate. Um, but I read another review. I'm looking for it now. Sure, sure. Basically, the person in the review said, I've tried to contact them. Um, and like they, multiple times. And they multiple didn't... times, and they're not responding. And to which the person replied, you know, reach out to us, which it sounds like he already tried. Right. Maybe maybe it just slipped through the the inbox and they didn't they didn't see it fortunately, which maybe. could happen. It could happen. Yeah. There again, there's a lot of employees working there, so maybe maybe someone opened it and didn't fully read it, closed it, and then other employees assumed that it was responded to. Who knows? Yeah, and, and I've read a lot of reviews of people um, getting things that don't work. You know, which which goes against what they claim, right? They claim they're refurbishing this stuff, they're testing this stuff. Yes, yes. That's why you're paying the the, the higher price. Mm -hmm. So when people are getting those things and they aren't working, I would be frustrated too because I paid more, you know, for this right. because you supposedly went through it. For example, this is a two star rating. Okay. NES Mario Bros. Bundle two and three don't work is the title. My husband bought me the NES Mario Bros. Bundle and Mario 1. Worked great, but Mario 2 and 3 both do not. Seeing I was really looking to play 3, I was so upset Xmas when I hurried to set it up and play my favorite. And to no surprise, it didn't work. And I'm surprised that was no surprise. Um, it didn't work. <laughs> so upset hubby thought I was upset about the system, but really was that I have only three games and can only play number one only sad face. He did double check and it said would have been tested before sent out, which is some very broken English. That person might need to take English. One so on one. I'll chime, I'll <laughs> chime in on this one here for a little bit. 
um, from so working at Retro Games Plus, we're we're selling, like you said, we're selling to maybe it's a grandma coming in or a mom, and you know their their kids getting into retro games, so they send them into our store. We give them the stuff, and they go home or whatever. And oftentimes, sometimes they'll come back and they'll be like, "This game isn't working," and I'll put it in our system. And okay, these these games are like thirty years old. Sometimes maybe they could be finicky. So maybe when I tested it at the store, it worked fine. But when you went home, maybe it's how you put the cartridge in. It didn't line up or whatever, and it didn't fire up that first time. Um, and maybe they don't know the trick to like jiggle the cartridge back and forth, or maybe they didn't want to take it upon themselves. Like, okay, I'll get some rubbing alcohol. Maybe try to clean the board. Maybe, you know, they missed something um, to that effect to just be like, okay, like it doesn't work. I can't play it. That's it. Though you tested it. I mean, and that's a very fair point because I all my games work. I mean, I, I don't think any of them don't. And I play them in uh, my NES Sharp television. Mm -hmm. And I would say 60 to 70% of the time, I have to adjust the cartridge. Does it come on right away? Some, I mean, sometimes right. it does. but And having that much inventory in the store, okay, maybe they tested it when it came in. Then five months passed before someone ordered that game. And then they put it in. Maybe, maybe it got some dust from sitting on the shelf. Or whatever. I mean, and that's highly possible. Yeah. Like all our games are, are tested. We're saying in our collection, but how, how many times am I playing them? If I bet you, if I got one of my NES games off the shelf and put it in, maybe it wouldn't fire up the first time. So that's a fair, that's a fair, you know, point. I like that. Perfect. Um, let's take a look at, we, we asked you guys the question on, um, on our YouTube page. We'll see what we said here. Do, 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 do. Bing, bing. All right. Seems retro uh, video game shop. DK oldies has been put into the spotlight and some accusations. What are your thoughts on this company? All right. We got Abel. It's a scam when they promise you a service and then fail to deliver on said service. Then heavily rely on false marketing and advertising on various platforms to attract the masses who are not very well educated on the true value of the product, but it's nothing new. We've seen it in those paid for ads as we've seen all the time. It's just sad when it affects the longtime avid collector like WADA and Heritage did three years ago, but it gives guys like NES Attic and Russ a chance to educate um, the newcomers. You can always buy a new console. Analog makes a great console with, of course, a wait period, but great alternatives you'll always have options. It's true. It's a good point. Would say that. Yeah. I don't know what the price is on the, uh, the analog. I want to say it's, I want to say it's like 150, 200, somewhere around there. Maybe. I don't know. All I know Might is it be looks more. really cool. It looks really nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tanny scam. Cause overpriced everything and they don't clean it for what I've seen. Why the bleep would you give customers that don't know the third party controller trash item and them, those who know, get even more overpriced on the controller? That's just one example. And we have brought that up, you know, packaging consoles with third party controllers. Yeah. I mean, that is annoying. The unlikely toad. Who I like that name. Good name. <laughs> I have bought and sold to them since 2016. So that shows how long they've been around. Some of their policies, tactics, and the way they censor or position themselves is a lot like Nintendo, yet no one is calling out Nintendo as a scam. They are allowed to sell things marked up however they want. 
the onus is on the customer to know the value. However, selling refurbished equipment at a premium and not delivering on that promise is a scam. Yet at the same time, I think we all can agree that in today's workforce, getting good employees are hard to find. Good point. Good point. DK oldies are not exempt from minimum wage cutting corners at a job, though annoying. I've never had issues with any returns. I think RGT 85 said it best. One of their strengths is selling to them. If you have a lot to unload at once, they will literally take nearly any condition game and pay what they quote it via email site unseen. That's pretty smart, actually. I mean, that's 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 true, you know, and I have a ton of stuff that I was going to sell on whatnot that I haven't got around to. And mm -hmm. after I watched that video that RGT 85 put out, Sean, mm -hmm. I I did consider maybe I should just pack all this stuff up and send it to DK Oldies, you know, if it's because an easy way to do it. In one they do file. make it right. Convenient. They're like, OK, send us a list. This is this is what we're offering and we'll send you shipping labels. So you just put them in the box. And like he, he did mention, this is what they're offering cash okay yeah. cash value when i'm working at retro games plus i take your trade in you know it would take sometimes an hour to go through depending on how much stuff you have right and then we were taking you know whatever percentage and then we were giving you a store credit value now if you wanted cash it is less than what store credit would be so, so you, you get both options it. right Get both options with the store credit, but most people want cash. So you're like, okay, I could give you 400 bucks. And they're like, oh, okay. It like, sounds good. And I'm like, that's store credit. Oh, I want it cash. All right. It's like 320. Yeah. And then they're like, wait, what? Like, uh, and then they don't want, and then they wasted an hour bringing their trade down. Yep. Yep. It's tough. <laughs> I've only, I've only walked away from my favorite game store one time after having them check everything out. Okay. I felt really bad when I did it too. Cause the guy, like I said, it took like, like 30, 45 minutes. And I was like, I'm sorry. Actually, I'm actually going to keep that. I thought I was going to get a little more. And I, and I was only looking for store credit too. Okay. I think pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure. Hopefully I'm telling the story correctly. <laughs> All right. Before we get into some more comments, uh, we got some podcasts on the Dorkening podcast network that we think you guys should check out. Are you a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books? Then Epic Tales from the Sewers is a podcast for you. We cover the comic books, video games, movies, cartoons, and anything else turtle related. We talk about the toys, we talk about the cereal, we talk about all the fun things about turtles that we love so much. So give a listen. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Check out Epic Tales from the Sewers, part of the Epic Airways podcast network give a listen dudes cowabunga is this podcast for you do you like gaming you know this game would be better if it was a battle royale do you like technology i bet this tech would work better if it was a battle royale do you like movies tv shows and everything else that me and nate can't agree on the last Jedi was easily the best star wars film i have ever seen that is the dumbest thing i've ever heard in my entire life Everybody in this room is stupid now because of you. Talking Gaming and Tech is a bi-weekly podcast where we cover the latest and greatest in gaming and tech. Now part of the Dorkity Podcast Network. Talking Gaming and Tech is a podcast produced by Tech Prime Media. You can find us on YouTube and all their social media platforms. You can find Talking Gaming and Tech on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts from. This podcast is filmed live. If you want to check us out while we're filming live, 
Remember to follow links on social media and your comment might be read on air. Greetings and Shabibans. We are the Retro Reductibus Cephala Podcast, a long-form bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. Yeah, that sounds good, but I don't know what all those words mean. I think what Parasite seems trying to say is that on Retro Reductibus, we explore a range of retro goodness, from toys, video games, and movies, to cartoons, and even snacks and school lunches. Oh. And we do it all with a positive spin, a slew of killer guests, and some <clears throat> very adult language. And you know what else is cool? No. This crazy show is part of the Dorking Podcast Network with new episodes every technical Tuesday. It's there. And if waiting two weeks for a new episode gives you a sad, know that we drop bonus episodes all the time, like the off-format Crow's Nest and an interview series we call The Brick. You can listen to Retro Octopus on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any app that's cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all the things that make growing up awesome. And we're back. All right. <laughs> did anybody else rock out to that song like I just did? <laughs> I love their music. I was chatting with uh, Nintendo who's on that podcast today. He was in my um, my live stream. I was playing um, Metroid Fusion, and we were, uh, yeah, talking a little bit. He, congratulations to him. He's going to be a, a uncle. Ooh, congrats. So that's pretty dope. Uh, let's jump over to our Facebook and see what people had to say on the Facebooks. Okay, same thing. All right, we got Kevin, my buddy Kevin, Happy Beard Gaming. All right, I remember visiting their website years ago when I bought an accessory there. I think it was an HDMI converter for a console or maybe a power adapter. I remember them having high prices at the time for their individual NES games, so I never bought any of them. That's really all I know, um, other than YouTubers have been bringing it up recently. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Another YouTuber's bringing it up. Matthew Durkin. I would never buy from them due to their inflated prices but they can do what they want. If they have customers willing to pay what they ask, who am I to say they shouldn't make their money? I've always advised against using them when people ask, but that's just my opinion. It's a fair statement. And like, yeah, again, like we said before, um, people are obviously purchasing stuff from there. And if they want to spend that money, then that's fine. That's on them. It's their prerogative. Yep. Right. I mean, Again, I love collecting retro games, but I haven't been purchasing them in recent years. Um, if I did, it would be at a convention, you know, maybe getting one or two games there. I haven't found myself, uh, you know, going to online stores to get anything at least um, retro like that. I did pick up um, these sweet GameCube controllers from um, Battle what are they? They're the battle GC they're wireless GameCube controllers. Nice. Which also work with the switch. Like it comes with a dev. So it's like new retro. Tech. Okay. So, so I'm buying stuff from there or, you know, I'll go to like Castlemania games, shout out to Ryan. And I picked up the uh, retro tank, which is a upscaler. So if I want to play my Nintendo with an actual cartridge, that'll yeah. upscale. So I could put it into my uh, Elgato capture card. There you go. Tank it up. Tink it up. <laughs> Tink with the with the mug. Hey, if you, if you guys hit the weekly warppipe.com, we got mugs, we got magnets, stickers, acrylic pins, and now t-shirts. The sticker makes it sicker. <laughs> it sure does. 
you know? <laughs> what are the thoughts you have on this, Jay? I mean, really, you know, at the end of the day, the only thing I can say that they might be doing that's shady is maybe not cleaning their their products that they're selling you as thoroughly as maybe we would like or hope. Um, but as far as the price goes, I, I kind of agree with that last statement on Facebook. Um, they can really charge whatever they want. It's up to us as consumers to decide, you know, to a educate ourselves and then B decide if we're willing to spend that money. And if we buy it, that's on us. They're not mm -hmm. forcing anybody to do anything. Right. Um, and those but, are good points to, to educate yourself. Um, maybe, maybe the person purchasing is like, that's fine. I'll pay whatever I have that extra income. Yeah. Maybe like. they don't even care. You know, that's what it's going for. That's fine. We, we, so we had three stores. Like I said, I worked at retro games plus we had three stores in Connecticut, um, orange. And the first store was in Westport. Westport is a little bit more, I would say, I guess ritzy. It's closer to Greenwich. You're getting closer to New York. So a lot of people that live out that way have money. And someone came and bought, I think we had like, I think she, I think the story was she came in, she saw a copy of um, like Mario 64 in the box and it was going for, let's say 60 bucks at the time. And she was like, oh, 60 bucks. Like I just paid, you know, 200 something dollars for it right. because she bought a sealed copy Ooh. online and let her son open it up. <laughs> and play it and oh uh, nothing of it was like okay this is what it goes for you want it mario 64 here's i bought a box copy wow <laughs> sealed so, sealed sealed factory sealed that's crazy i bet she regrets that now it's probably worth, was probably worth way more than 200 dollars. right right um but like you said maybe they don't want to educate themselves and and it's their money if they want to spend it on there then then that's fine um but again i i I'd have to give them props of how well they do their marketing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they have a silver play button from like YouTube as well. I'm pretty sure like highly likely they're doing all these shorts. They're on multiple platforms and, and they really have to be because they don't offer the brick and mortar store. You can't yeah. go there physically and shop. Um, yep. They don't let anyone in off the street. It's all done online. Um, so that's something different. I ain't got no silver play button. <laughs> One day, I, I, maybe we'll see. Come on, guys, sub. Um, I, I, I really just think that this boils down to retro gamers are offended that they can get away with charging the prices because we know there are better deals out there. Right. I think, so I think that's where the frustration's really coming from. Some people are trying to defend the uh, the underdog, or that's right. It's like, okay, well, you're paying that much. Like, well, we expect we expect this. We're putting them on a, a pedestal or whatever. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. That's how I feel about it. What about you, Russ? <laughs> I see. I express my opinions. I, I, I worked at a retro video game store for quite some years, and we had our prices. And like you said, if, if people come in and, and they were upset with how much we were charging, we'd always kind of go with – you know, video game price charting kind of being around there at, at marking stuff. Maybe it was a little bit lower on some games. And again, a lot of these games change value. So you have to update your prices accordingly. Okay. It's like the market's changing. Retro games now is definitely booming a little bit more. So the demand is there. Mm -hmm. So then it offers maybe people to pay a little bit more on that. 
But again, it's your money. You're, you're, you're going to the website, you're typing it in, you're putting it in your cart and, and going for it. You could go, always go to GameStop and take your chances there. Yep. Will you get a loose disc game? Maybe, maybe it'll come with the case. I don't know. Or you can go to the video game cavern. Just Google it. <laughs> it might not have the game. hugest inventory that you get on DKLDs, but you won't pay nearly as much either. Okay, that that comes down to it. That's yep. probably about it. I don't think we have too much more to say about it. We're not nope. here to completely bash them or whatever. No. I'm just stating our opinions of like, this is what they're doing. A lot of people are jumping on the train. Scammers, sc they're doing scams. And then it's like, um, maybe if that's how you look at it, but they're running a business. Yep. They have to make some money. And these are the prices that they charge. Yes. Yes. Again, it's very high uh, considering. But I guess their customer service is fairly good from what some people said with returns. Yeah. People have left the comments and said, I had to do returns. It was easy. So, uh, if you're buying off of eBay, maybe you're getting a better deal, but God knows how it is to return something from there. I don't know. So, so you, you wait, you weigh it out. You pick your poison. The power is yours <laughs> to choose. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, if you want to uh, follow us, be sure to check out the weekly warpipe.com. We are part of the Dorkening Podcast Network. So you can catch us on there. New episodes every Saturday at 7 a.m. Uh, I do other YouTube stuff. You could just search Russ Lyman. That's my main YouTube channel. I got Instagram, TikTok. Uh, Jay, where are you at? Mostly TikTok. I mean, I have a, a YouTube channel with years of content. You can go back and watch if you have no life. Yeah, feel free to subscribe too. And uh, well, maybe I'll be back one day. We'll see. Um, but most importantly, I'm right here every Saturday at the Weekly Warp. That's right, guys. As always, I'm Russ Lyman. And keep your world fun bit by bit. Have a great week, guys. Yeah.